The Daily Talk Show, everyone. It's Thursday. 48. Yeah, boy. Episode 48. We're so close to 50. We still haven't nutted out exactly what we're doing. It could be a spontaneous episode 50 celebration. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so where are we at? 48. No, where are we at with 50? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't know yet. We, we, Have I you spoken just... to Shades? Oh, yeah, yeah, we might be taking the show on tour to Shepparton. Okay, what's um, the next steps to make that happen? This, guys, you're are getting you a- free Monday? Am I free Monday? Yeah. Do you want to stay the night there? Can we? Is the nightclub an option still or no? no yeah, the, the bar's open. So we're thinking about maybe doing it from a bar in Shepparton. Is there a difference between a nightclub and a bar? It turns into a nightclub. It is a bar. They serve food. And then okay. it gets real funky late at night. All right. Lots how of- long does it take? How far away is Shepparton from Melbourne? We could leave right now and get there in an hour and 45. Well, we're not doing that. I've got shit to do. But, uh, <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes. Hour and 45. It? Fuck, that's a piece of piss. Okay. Uh, Monday. Yeah, Monday. Monday. Calendar's looking really good. Yeah, it's very bad. <laughs> it's actually nothing in there. I. It's, uh, we could actually work from there. I like working remotely. Yeah, that would be fun. We can. I mean, that's the best thing. Fuck, you can work from anywhere these days. If you've got your laptop and your hard drive, W F A, work from anywhere. Man, that took you way longer than it should have. You literally. That was like we were into when we uh, interviewed a person yesterday, and they yeah. had to change their stopped mentioning their job as an acronym and say the full thing. Yeah, it throws three you. times. Shit, simple shit throws you sometimes, yeah. and you're embedded in saying. That's a good memoir title. Simple shit throws me. Simple shit throws me. Josh is now on his computer looking, seeing if the domain's free to buy. Potentially. No, I... um, What are you doing? I'm literally just clicking onto Adobe Audition so I can make sure that we're... But I had a stroke halfway through. I literally... If you'd seen... (laughs) I understand why Tommy said it because I went down to the dock on the Mac... And then just sort of <laughs> just stopped <laughs> like, like, I, like I froze. Are you, are you forgetful? Do you forget shit or no? I've always prided myself on being the opposite of prided? forgetful. Prided myself? I've yeah. prided myself yeah, on being right. the opposite of forgetful. But I just realized that I didn't have a great deal going on in my life. Yeah. Because once you start having multiple, like, hundreds of tasks mini tasks across a week yeah. that you're responsible for you, you do and then the workload and pressures and um, stresses from you know big projects or you know family stuff it's like you actually do start forgetting shit so you just it, it's like passwords at one point I kept all my passwords in my head yeah fuck, fuck that, that. Well, now use part- can that be a new segment because we just said fuck that at the same <laughs> yeah, time yeah yeah it's almost like Hughes he's losing it it's like <laughs> oh no because they do fuck you Fridays what can we do yeah fuck, fuck that, that. alright do you know what that's one of the don't leave your passwords in your head can I tell you a bit of a fuck that yeah because yeah. it's a Thursday fuck that yeah mate my pelican case the foam that comes with it a Pelican case is a hard box, basically, to keep your camera gear in. Yeah, it's the one... Like, the, it gets used in other industries, too. I think probably fishermen might use it to put their little tackle and shit, like little yeah, mini, ones. Mini ones. Mini ones. Or Guns like would get kept in, in hard, Pelican cases. Yeah, Pelican cases. Or musos and shit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you would have seen them. They can have rollers and stuff on them. But the foam-picked shit that comes with it, so it's like, imagine like foam and they've sort of half serrated the whole thing. Mm. 
so that you can pull out little square by square. Yeah, so get your ca- camera shape that you yeah. want or your whatever whatever shape. whatever shape you're trying to put it. Like, so if you're putting yeah. a camera or if you're putting a fucking gun, you can like dead body exactly whatever. Probably wouldn't be great for it would all seep. Yeah, true. But the uh, fuck that yeah. the bloody the foam that comes with it is a pain in the ass. So what I want to do today is go to um, Clark Rubber or something like that and get. Uh, take my pelican case take yeah. my camera and i'm actually going to get foam and get the exact shape in going to get a lens in mm. don't think that qualifies for a fuck that or you it? reassess a fuck that before it goes in okay because it's like it's What's... a statement it's like josh don't don't leave your passwords in your head fuck okay. that okay. so it's like so a it statement it needs to be tweetable oh uh, thinking about going on the Monash freeway this morning at 7am <laughs> fuck that fuck that yeah but you weren't yeah I know okay so it just needs to be I get it though um, yeah I like it though I think we can we'll definitely bring some up dumb, let's have a dumb purchases segment I've been I've no, been you, look- no we're talking too much about purchasing shit I reckon the last three episodes you've mentioned Oz Bargain and buying stuff have I really? Yeah, you have. Maybe it's a bit of pushback on minimalism. <laughs> <laughs> you spend a week with the minimalist and you the, want to buy everything. Yeah, we're the Maximus, the show <laughs> dedicated to yeah. telling you all the bargains in the area yeah. and the shit that you need. Mi- like maximum ideas within one show versus uh, one thought. How about this? Just on the, the minimalism, uh, on that thing, on buying things, the reason I'm thinking about it is I think because... I'm becoming way more aware of the things that I'm buying. So what I'm looking at now is my fucking VoIP phone that I bought, like the you know like the big mm. the the big fucking phone right here. It's like so unnecessary. I so didn't know. there would have been a much better solution. It's gotten <laughs> to the point with the it's like one of those it looks like a landline in an office like building. one of those sort of Cisco style phones. But it's been driving me insane because look at the cord, you know, like the coiled cords yeah. on the phones, how they get all fucked and they just start getting all spaghetti-like. Why didn't you get a portable like back in the day? I was thinking, I, for whatever reason... This See, is, that's a this fuck is, that. But fuck that. Okay, I'll tell you why. This is the most fucked up reason you'll ever hear. You're going to think I'm a fuckwit. They had two options. There was a 29 and a 49 a month deal if you want to call it that. The difference was the $49 has a colored screen, a bigger screen. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool to have like the full stack films logo. You'll notice that there's a TPG logo because it turns out that you can't customize the logo on the back. Fuck that. Fuck that. So that was a dumb. Uh, I heard this really great podcast, Tim Ferriss and um, Aubrey Marcus. Who is he? Aubrey Marcus is, he started a supplements company called Onnit. Oh, yeah. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's all on it. He's a yeah. business partner of it. I think he's like the marketing department for it, meaning his he's show just, just markets yeah. it. I mean, you don't need a marketing director, right? It's just like, okay, we'll just have Joe on. <laughs> They're he huge just talks now. About it. He's, yeah. he's turned into like a 40, 50 person operation. Gyms that they've created, products. They out of Austin or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's an interesting dude. So fascinating. He's in a open relationship. He's fully got a girlfriend, but they sleep with other people. And it sounds, that sounds sleazy, right? But when you hear him talk about it and her talk about it, not that I want to be within an open relationship, 
but the the amount that it challenges their ego and their fucking internal shit i can see you're skeptical about it no i'm not skeptical but i just think like the yeah it's um you've got an opinion what's your opinion oh no i think like it's because you were having a stroke then or (laughs) no i was just i was just trying to gauge your interest in this whole open relationship thing okay it it sounds weird when i say it like that but you listen to the what what goes through like these stages of when his partner went off and slept with somebody and how that made him feel and how it challenges monogamous relationships like straight like how we think it is does he think is it different than swingers and shit like that yeah totally different so they're like a committed, they're a committed relationship, but have the a, a different approach, and so this it's 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 really challenging. Like he's talking about how he was like vomiting and fucking crying the first time it happened, and like the challenge against him. Like it sounds silly when I say it because I'm not even there. Like I don't yeah. want anything to do with yeah. an open relationship. Yeah. Just to be clear, it just sounds very very complicated. Because, I, I, but, like it's just just imagine the drama. You just have to watch like Married at First Sight. Yeah, but these people like Aubrey is a fucking different yeah, specimen compared to these I people in his mind. Tim Ferriss is into all that. Is it like polygamy and shit like that? I, don't I know. get the vibe that he's always talking about. It sounds like the relationships that he's had. Yeah, I don't know. What, it's a bit super what, interesting. Like I see, there's some like, oh, that sounds fucking yeah, right. You're an idiot. That's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I did think that too until you listen and hear. I think the best thing about podcasts and listening to these long form conversations is you're legitimately giving chance to another view on this world and an approach to life. So if you were to, so you, you're identifying that's not for you. Yeah. Who who is the open relationship for? Do you think someone who's very fucking open minded and, and willing to face a lot of pain? And, and I don't know who bene- that is. What's and the he- benefit? I don't know. He, so for him, he talks about this sort of, um, you know, he's he was ma- he was married, I think, at one point, or like uh, engaged, and then the relationship fell apart. And you hear this guy's into psychedelics and fucking um, super spiritual, and he, he's a he's a real. He seems really emotionally intelligent and in touch with, like, he cries a lot and he, you know, does. It's really super fascinating. But for him, it's like this exploration of um, challenging what everyone thinks. What are you smiling about and laughing about? No, well, I'm smiling you, because you, because you oh, you mentioned the word cuck and I feel like he's the definition of a cuck. No, but he? he's having sex with other women too. Okay, the definition sure. of cuck is a man who lets their... who A man whose wife fucks other men in front of him but he doesn't do that okay sure but, and so the thing is like li- look at how you're reacting to yeah, this right yeah and i think that's the essence of what i like is like seeing this challenge of what we grow up thinking and i and again it's not for me because i couldn't face it i would i would it would tear me to pieces but i think that the i reckon there's a uh i don't know where i stand on the thing like you know where it's like uh if you have you know um I don't know whether this is uh, conservative propaganda, this idea, but mm. it was uh, uh, have the idea of having an open, such an open mind that your brain falls out. Interesting. I haven't heard that. Right. So I like the idea. Like I do like listening to other opinions and mm. thoughts, but there feels like there's also these moments where that can sometimes happen, right? Mm. Or 
it's it's so it's such a personal like i respect anyone who is going outside of the norm they're they're Mm. challenging the status quo um but at the i don't know there's there's also um there's a lot of work in that right Mm. like so what i find interesting is it's like, uh, you know, you see like subcultures like goths or emos or you see them in like the adult world. Like not the yeah, adult yeah. as in like uh, porn world, but as in like just as adults. Yeah, walking down yeah. Flinders Street. And it's just like I do, I do find some subcultures funny. Like I just think that like it's... And because obviously the, the it's really easy to attack anyone who's a naysayer or mm. that disagrees. It's like, oh, you've got such a fucking closed mind. You're just a skeptic. You're a little fucking brained idiot that's just like closed off mm. and we're living this open, free life. And But I think that there's probably a middle ground too. Yeah. Um, so, so I think you, have, you haven't heard this guy talk about it and yeah. I can't articulate how he communicates it. So... You listen no, to him I and then it. you go... I completely understand. But I reckon he's probably a really intelligent dude. Yeah. Uh, and th- they've found a thing that's c- not only completely consensual, but something that they both want. And mm. all. I'm, I don't even believe in the sort of common group think, which would be like, oh, I know that the chick says that she's okay with it, but she's probably not and just going along with it. Like, I don't believe in that. Like, mm. but... Uh, I also, I don't know, there's just something about the, um, you know, I don't know if you've watched like Louis Theroux's done docos on this. Like this, I feel like I've consumed a little bit of content around this sort of stuff. I think the angles of the Louis Theroux are like completely people out of touch. Where like I've I've watched all of that stuff, all the ones that you know, weird weekends and and you're seeing these like and the it, it it's in it's skewed in a way that's sort of like this entertainment fact value from these quirky people. Where I think this guy gives it a a different view, sure, a more insightful like he's not on a a, a documentary. But I think that also the consideration isn't it interesting how. The reason that you probably have more respect for him is because he's taken some cultural expectations mm. in the sense of he's got money, he's got a business, he's got all of these things which we associate with uh, you know, a good citizen or someone who's worth fucking listening to, mm. uh, where if you completely just remove his status maybe mm, it's true maybe your opinion wouldn't be the same way so i think that what's what's happened and this is like maybe why i smile or i sort of can be slightly skeptical about things is it's like yeah there's there's lots of rich weird cunts out there <laughs> right true and there's and it's the same way that people think that just because steve jobs may have been an asshole to to his employees or to, to certain people mm. that somehow them being an asshole or will will allow them to be a better fucking CEO or mm. stuff like that. And I just think it's a similar thing where it's like, this is one part of this guy's life, but um, it's, it's interesting how it's framed, right? Just think yeah. about like, think about how you attached and associated with it. And if you just changed his story, 20%. What yeah. about if it wasn't a gym and it was a sex toy company, right? That he that, owned? Yeah, that he owned. He had a marketing company for years 
and they marketed the fleshlight. Oh, really? <laughs> fake vagina that you play with. Yeah. And that was his marketing company. That was like, gave him a big break. But it's interesting. You, th- I totally agree with you around it, the where what who's saying it and how much that helps you sway. But he's not actually encouraging it. He actually just says yeah, it works no. for me, and it's like good luck for you doing it because there's so many challenges. It's weird, it, and he. I think he's like into challenging the mind through like you know being a um you know doing psychedelics and meditation, long form meditation, all these. Yeah crazy practices that just totally blows your head off i just think about the practicalities of it yeah so just imagine like i think that to be able to you know like we've spoken about like uh, emotional sustenance and things like that and it's like okay well if he's if i feel like i don't have the ability to be like i just wouldn't have the fucking time to do something Mm. like that right um, emotional time like it would drain yeah. it would drain you but he said that that's what it does but so what happens with when you challenge like that so you're saying I don't have the time yeah. it's like I actually don't have I, I don't know if I could get through that because it would ruin me and make me feel like it's like I remember being in relationships early days and just so drained because we're fighting it's like do you come out the other side stronger yeah does it strengthen you not in terms of that relationship because I'm not with her anymore but do you would it make you stronger and I'm, and I'm again I it's don't that want to be whole part friction of it. thing right it is literally like what we've spoken a bit about which is uh, the the little bit of pain that you get is that actually developing you as a person mm. so for me it's like I think it does like Brie and my friction points are like she's super tidy I want to be super tidy but I just like have habits mm. where that don't necessarily lend themselves. And I've like, I'm noticing that that friction over the last 10 years has allowed me to change 10% maybe every year to the point where it's like, I would do things that I never would have done before. Like, you mm. know, Brie was out a couple of nights ago and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to spend the night cleaning the house. Cutie. But it's just like, but it's just like, I think, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Like, I actually enjoyed it. It was therapeutic. And it like, and I feel like I, um, Brie, through all that friction, Mm. has actually fucking worn me down to the point where now I just fucking, but I feel better about it. Right. And so I think that, and my mate Nasan talks about this all the time about how he thinks in relationships now in like you know 2018 people are too quick to fucking end things they're like it's too hard nah like i just there's so much choice out there i like this desire for perfect Mm. so people are just fucking like moving from you know relationship to relationship with this idea that there can't be any friction yeah yeah totally I think it, t- it takes a lot of effort, any relationship. So, and you, and I think, yeah, there's definitely been friction points for Amy and I, differences in who we are and mm-hmm. what we value. And then I definitely have become <laughs> more tidy because of she values that. Yeah. Putting the seat down, you know, <laughs> yeah. lighting a fucking candle once yeah. it's... Uh, well, <laughs> You're so all, respectful. Or, Aubrey, he also talked about anger, which 
resonated with me. Yeah. I don't think you're that much of an angry dude. Yeah. Even Bree said you were a softy last night, which I told you, which I don't know if you see that as a compliment or not. She also called me a cuck, yeah, but she, she didn't know cuck. what a cuck meant. Yeah, I know. She thought it was a... <laughs> what was it? Just like a bit of a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got that one wrong? Um, so, but I, I... Aubrey talked about angry uh, anger and he, and he was talking about how much anger he had in him as a kid and shit going on with his family and like something really resonated me with um, in me was what he when he said there's something about getting angry that is satisfying it's oh, the it's, yeah. it, you feel it coming on and you you go towards it and you, you almost, go yeah. yeah it's almost this thing of like it's the same feeling that you get when it's the dopamine I'm sure right it's the same effect of like there is a block of chocolate mm. And it is in that moment where you open it and you make the decision, I'm going to eat the whole mm. fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, what I thought about it was from when I was young, like <laughs> yeah. being defensive yeah. or being blamed for something yeah, or being attacked. And then I, you know, in primary school, teachers and and um, and just having that, having that anger come up and it felt almost good upon reflecting on it. It's like it was disturbing, but I felt kind of like you win bringing that anger into it. It's like a defense mechanism, right? Yeah. Like I think, and I notice that even, you know, in situations uh, where I'm unhappy with something, you can go down two paths. You can drop the wall and you can say, actually, I'm going to let this sit with me and try and understand it. Or I am going to, you know, fucking meet them with whatever emotion that is, anger, Mm. and it will probably provide some short-term reflection Mm. uh deflection but it probably doesn't lead to like long-term happiness Mm. it's like lewis howes uh who has a podcast gone blank on that what's his podcast called it's a businessy one something Um, yeah school of greatness yeah school of hey it's lewis howes uh, quarterback yeah exactly once yeah. was a quarterback didn't make it he's now very a guy who sells motivation <laughs> I actually like him yeah he, he's know. a dude I contacted years ago really when I was in Shepparton this is before he kind of blew up yeah. he was on the Ellen show I messaged him and I said hey um, mate been listening to your staff I've quit my job who did you do that to Seth Godin it was basically I should find it yes so I was like yes, can you do that now please yes so I'll t- while you do that uh, Lewis Howes has a book which is like the I think it's like the the seven masks of masculinity or something like that. I tried to go to the bookshop the other day, but um, they didn't fucking have it. Oh but no, I found it, found it. Oh yes. All right, before you do that, let me just um, uh, the 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 masks of masculinity. Uh, I'm just seeing if there's a oh, no a blurb. Just, Nah, just uh, type in the masks of masculinity. I was hoping that there would just be a list that I could... um, Because he's basically gone through and identified these things that we do. Um, Okay, here we go. Lewis House, he's made it. Okay. Uh, It's funny how Google does this now. They actually pulled it in for me. Look. Yeah, I just read those. The the stoic mask, the athlete mask, the material mask, the sexual mask, the aggression mask, the joker mask, 
the invincible mask, the know-it-all mask. I feel like I'm a joker mask and know-it-all mask. I think I'm like always making fun of every situation, yeah. but also being like, uh, yeah, I know what, like, what, what are you? Info here. Fuck, I don't know. What am I? I think you're the aggression mask and the invincible mask. You just said I wasn't aggr- You said I wasn't angry. No, but I think it, like it's it's a it's a tool which you actually use. Yeah. I don't think it's you, but I think it's a mask that you wear when you have to, to yeah. um, to. You know, and I think the invincible one. Do you know where the invincible one comes in, mate? I'm just wired this way. I'm fucking like, Maybe. if it's wired this way, like that to me, I've always, I've never heard anyone else say it, and really? it's one of those things that you've always said, which is, mate, I'm just fucking wired. And then, and then to you do use this. it as joke. So, what do you think about it? Because I have never asked you. Everyone, I'm like, I think, fuck no, off, mate. No, well, I think that I've always seen it as it's like, uh, I've always identified it as. Um, it's a thought that you have that has no fact mm. because this idea of wiring is a, a story which we're telling ourselves. I could say, man, I'm fucking just wired to be creative or I'm wired to fucking go like to walk. Right? <laughs> That's really lame. Or just I, I'm like wired to fucking, like I'm a fucking wired to be a people person. And these are fucking stories that which, which is really fucking helpful when you're at a crossroads so you don't think that i am wired to look at a positive in situations in any situation so it's my go-to so the wiring is yeah. something happens i immediately jump to the positive of it what can i look at here is that not wiring is that learned behavior yeah, I, I think that that is a habit which you have created, yeah. which is a mindset thing. Mm. And using this language of I'm wired to do this mm. is a great way to uh, uh, to keep yourself on track. It's like the, um, the muse, right? Uh, a muse, I don't know, like I remember a, a TED talk about it. I can't, can't remember who it was that did it. It wasn't Brene Brown. It was... It was a big TED TED talk where they were talking about muses and it's like this, you know, a creative muse. Mm. What they talked about in, I think, fucking the ye old days in Greece, a muse wasn't something that you had. It was something that visited you. Visited mm. you. And the point being that you detach it from your ego, you detach it from yourself. So you can, you're not, if you have a fucking creative block, it's not, I can't do it. I'm not working out. It's like the muse hasn't visited me. I okay. haven't been visited by the muse. And so you detach it. And so then what it means is when you have great fucking creative flow, you're thankful and grateful of the muse coming to you and you're not attaching yourself to it. Mm. But likewise, when you're fucking stuck, it's not all on you. It's, a, it's the muse. But we've got to get to this Lewis Howes fucking email. I'm very keen to hear what you said. What, give <laughs> us a date. Uh, the 2nd of the 12th, coming to the end of the year. Yeah. 2014. Great. Feeling like, oh, I'm sick of being in this place. This is awesome. Here. It was the... Uh, I, I haven't read it. Can you read it? Uh, yes. Did he ever write back? Yeah, he wrote back. Okay, great. Yeah, this is early days. Like yeah. I would have, Lewis Howes would have only been on my radar in the last two years. Yeah, and this well, he's is, got one point three million followers now. I reckon he had one hundred and twenty when I messaged him. Yeah, um, he's had some great uh, people on his podcast. 
Hey, dude. This is to t- from Tommy at 3.07 p.m. So he's just... Um, his blood sugar's low. He's feeling a bit down. <laughs> hey, dude. Just want to send some appreciation all the way from Victoria, Australia. Couldn't say Melbourne because he was living in Chapinham. Well, read. We? Okay. Read on. I work on a breakfast radio show a few hours outside of Melbourne where I grew up. I've been smashing your podcasts on my weekend drives back to work and really enjoying them. What's resonated with me lately has been your approach to living a life on your own terms, having the power to make shit happen and change it if you aren't where you want to be. Saying that, I handed in my resignation this week and already I've had some great opportunities come up for bigger and better work. Keep killing it, dude. Cheers, Tommy. And Lewis says, Thanks so much, Tommy. I appreciate you for listening, my man. Mm. It sounds like he would write that. It sounds like he says my man all the time. Yeah, 100% he wrote that. I actually don't listen to his podcast and anymore. He, literally, he, he took uh, only an hour and 20 minutes to respond. It's pretty cool. It's great. Um, it's, fu- it's so funny. I don't even remember that. Like hearing those words doesn't feel like me. I wonder why. Isn't it interesting? Because I feel the exact same way, which is why like when you're in a state of heightened sort of emotion, yeah. don't fucking post on social media, right? Because yeah. I think that we, we, we're we not necessarily... We aren't this... I think we like to think of ourselves as this like one sort of dimensional person mm-hmm. that's like really easily sort of produced on social media. But I think we have ups and downs and yeah. shit like that. Um, what do you think you were trying to get out of that? Uh, nothing. I think you'd listen to people... And well, I do definitely. And I feel like there's, I think it's the, it's showing you right there what a podcast can do for somebody. Long form podcast where someone's sharing information that's helping change someone's view on something or, you know, encouraging them to take that step. It's like you hear enough and it's not with everyone, but I think you come across people on your path that resonate and are at the right point in time that just spur you to make that change. And for me, I was like in this mindset of like unhappy living in Shepparton, working on the radio. And I just knew there were, you know, Amy was living in Sydney. And so I just, I needed some, a massive change. And the podcast, you know, that of his helped me just, you know, like it's almost like serendipity, but you almost are drawn to the thing that is going to help you make that change that you know you're going to do or yeah. want. And so his words are just literally my mind articulated in spoken word. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what it was. And I think that's why I was like, fuck, man, this dude's killing it. What was the what was your resignation like at Shepparton? Describe what was the... How long were you thinking about it? What was the... Did you write the letter? How did it all go down? Who did you hand it in to? Um, I, I handed it in to the boss, but I told my co-host before, Stacey. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm out of here. And she didn't want to be there. Yeah. And, you know, we both didn't want to be there. And I was like, oh, I'm out. And so... I don't even know if I... I just went in and told her. Was I don't it, know if I wrote Was it impulsive? Would you, was it obviously no, something you had in your mind, but was the actual day of doing it like, nah, fuck it, this is the day? Or was it like three weeks earlier, you're like, I'm going to quit on this day because it's the end of this? Yeah, I knew for ages. I knew for ages that I'd on internally... The no, no, no. I'd internally known that I was going to hand it in. So I was like, I'm done. 
and so it made me feel like i was getting through it more so what was it i always find that interesting was there like a catalyst was there a, a sh- oh, I think extra was, shit day where you like it what date's that so that email to him was on the second the second i think oh. i needed to give sufficient amount of notice going into the holidays so i um gave them that in the lead up to because i didn't want to come back for the new year yeah and so I, yeah i gave them enough time to then go into the end of year and then not me not come back the next year mm-hmm. which was perfect because then it gave them all those the break to find, find somebody someone. yeah so i was per- i timed it well because i didn't want to have to come back and start some new year and then fuck off because every job thing. that i had i knew that i was like of going to leave but it was always like fairly impulsive so it was always like I'm fucking I'm gonna be out of here in the next six months I reckon, and then I just have a you day blow up. where I'm like, it's, that's dangerous. I've it. seen you do it. Yeah, I've seen you fucking do it. We don't need to go into when you did it. Yeah, I'm trying but you're se- oh, yeah. severing oh, yeah, the tie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I, I know, but maybe it's um I don't know. Maybe it's the right approach for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I, yeah, I remember that. But maybe it's not. So yeah. I mean, having a bit of a um. I mean, so there's an impulse. Yeah, so there's a definitely a plan, but I think that I've always like, I've strategized it. I think there's something in the power. Mm. I, I, I've I been a loose cannon. No, I think <laughs> there's a little bit of that. But I think that it's, um, there's an impact, there's an impact, right? Where it's like, if there's what I'm, what has happened every time, where it's like, I have a reason for leaving. Yeah. I have the opportunity, like what would, I guess mo- what most people would do with on whatever day they've got their new job or whatever it is, they've found a, a point where they're ready to make the jump and then they say, hey, this this has been happening or this is why I haven't been happy with for the last like X amount of time. So mm. that's why I'm leaving. My approach has been like, these things have happened and I'm like, if this happens again, this is that is my trigger point to be able to finish it up. And it's... I think that I personally think that it has some more effectiveness to it because normally in those moments, there's a decision to be made. Mm. So to move forward, there needs to be a hard conversation. Mm. And out of respect, sometimes I think it's like, you know what? Like I'm going to make this hard conversation a different conversation because we don't need to actually work out how we're going to do a better next time because there isn't going to be a next time. Yeah. I'm the fuck. I'm fucking out of here. I think there is definitely that's the way you deal with it, right? Is that a, could, am I wearing a mask? Do you that, think? I think it definitely is because it's like it's like the person who wants to break up with somebody and yeah. severs the relationship by doing something that they shouldn't do. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I've got no option. Yeah. Catch you later. Yeah. But so it's like you build this up. How Whereas you the- could have, the, you could go, the hard conversation's coming and it's on Monday. Yeah. And I just do it then. Yeah. And, I, and I'm cool about it. So it's a different energy that comes. And I don't think one's right or wrong because yeah, yeah, yeah. it hasn't not worked for you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's done exactly what you needed it to do. Yeah. It's all like I, um, it always means that it's, it's going towards confrontation though as well. Like it's always, yeah. it's never... I know the energy in those moments. Yeah. And you can, you can feel it, right? Yeah. So the other one can be, look, I'm, um, I'm actually going to finish up. Yeah. Uh, I've decided to um, take the leap. Yeah. And have them go, oh, that's fucking awesome. Because that's thing what they is did at most, Shepherd, and they were yeah. really nice about and it. And the thing is that for the most part, it normally, it happens... The people, it's all a respect thing, right? So the people who I respect 
always get like that sort of i'm doing this you know this is what's you know i i'll let them know i'll talk like Mm. my like yeah previous roles where i've had like really close friends Mm. who are high up in the company i'm like hey man like this is how i'm feeling just so you know when i have my um big exit blow up (laughs) like just just, oh it's all fine but it's um what were you you know you've had a few you know just given the fact of you uh, haven't had crazy long-term i've obviously been in a long-term relationship yeah. for 10 years how have your breakups normally gone yeah definitely edging towards what you say yeah no, not that i gone and done anything that i shouldn't have um but i definitely feel like you start you know it's fact and you just like it's imploding yeah and you're just being a bit toxic and then it ends because it's sort of like severed and like it comes to a point where it's like I'm done but I think there is ego in like the job thing like yeah. ending it it's like now I'm fucking walking out of here they're gonna they're gonna not know what they lost <laughs> can't replace me yeah but the, you fucking will get replaced because yeah, that's how business runs well right? I think the thing and I've definitely that has never really been the angle for mine no. it's just been like as if you haven't thought it though they're not gonna find someone like well me. I think the thing is it's like I'm not like uh, this isn't the path for me like yeah. it's always been very sort of uh, internal in that approach. It's like, what do I want of my life versus... Because especially like you think about radio, when I finished up at uh, Fox, they fucking had... I had, no joke, people creating uh, a hashtag to try and get my job. Like people created a Twitter hashtag being like, oh, I want to be the new you know web guy. Like people do that shit. And yeah, so... Yeah. And you feel that in radio, you know that you're only like one step away from someone else just taking over. And they'll just, because you are literally, and this was the reason that I left radio, was um, Seth Godin would talk about this all the time. It's the cog in the machine. You are literally, you 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 are this perfectly, this perfect cog that can then be replaced. You have a certain qualities mm. and there's so many people Think about how many regional radio stations there are in mm. Australia. Sorry. You, they could just fucking move them around. Yeah, but I think yeah, yeah I definitely felt <laughs> like those are times where my ego's been sparked. But it's, I think what I thought then, you saying that, if you're that reflective on it's not the path for me, yeah, don't blow up, yeah, be the bigger man, yeah, have the hard conversation. I don't know. Do you think like the what you're referring to? <laughs> Do you think that was a that wasn't really a blow up? The, I think there's defi- definitely a emotional was an energy, response. There was an energy, but it was also being met with other people's energy, right? Yeah, but so I, it's I, like, I, think, I think it's a time and place, right? Yeah. I think it's severing it later. I think just in a moment where you're calm will bring a different approach to yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Because it it does bring the same. Like it will be no doubt blowing up. Because when, you, when I say blow up, you're not you going fuck you. I'm out. No, it's, it's literally being like it's actually really calm. Like. But I think the energy the blow, yeah, is in calm. Yeah, well, the, the blow up is, hey, guys, I know we're having this conversation, but we don't need to have this conversation anymore. We're done. Because we're done. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I think, so what you're saying is you're verbally, you're being calm, yeah. but everything else, the communication yeah. around everything else yeah. is not. Yeah. So it's I'm like, lighting the fire, but I'm doing a real, just walking around, just slowly throwing the matches around rather than the big bang. I get it. I but like just it. very quickly, yeah. I'm fucking fascinated with the, the breakup stuff. If you were to tell people this is how, 
like if it's Tommy's lessons for breakups, mm. what would be some of like what are all the lessons that you've learned over the years of breakups? What L- listen to yourself. Like if you truly, I think it's in anything. If you're connecting to how you're actually feeling and what you're really thinking and what you really know is the right thing, and that being ending this relationship and going through the pain. Because I think with relationships, and I felt it, I know the pain ahead, even though I didn't want to be in the relationship. Going from being with somebody every day, sleeping next to them every day, to having nothing, that's fucking hard. Yeah. But what's harder is being in a toxic relationship and what that will do to your mind and your body internally. It's like makes you feel so tired and just yuck. So I hope that I think I hope that helps. Hang on, I'm gonna get a call from Amy. Oh we're gonna okay. wrap this up. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Remember <laughs> it's episode forty eight. You can please leave a review on iTunes on the podcast app. Um we really appreciate Yeah, we got a new them. one from Neil. Yeah, thank that you, That was Neil. really lovely. Yeah, thanks, that, mate. Thanks so much for that. And uh, remember, send us an email to hi at thedailytalkshow.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Love Bye. You.